0: time for coffee with the chicken ladies a podcast for people who love chickens hey everybody and welcome it's christine holly from coffee with the chicken ladies we're here and this is episode number 53 of our podcast where we talk about everything chicken family fun and more chickens more chickens we drink a ton of coffee i'm talking a ton But most importantly, we hug chickens every day. And kiss them, too. Don't forget, we brew coffee from a little coffee house here in Bel Air, Maryland. Hallie Ann, what kind of coffee are we brewing today? French toast. I know, it is French toast. That's good. And it's amazing. This is an exciting episode for us. Wait, I'm going to preempt this and say happy birthday to my bestie. Yay! I'm 29 today. That means I'm 29 too. I'll take it. You no, know, I'm 28 for another three weeks. I'm 29 forever. Okay. Anybody asks me, I'm gonna say I'm 29. Heck, girl, I'd be happy 39. 39. Today is my birthday. I cannot believe it. Happy birthday! I might have given you more chicken stuff. Did that happen? <laughs> it might have happened. Maybe, maybe. We're in November, so we've had both girls' birthdays. Uh huh. Now my birthday and Thanksgiving involved. Yes. November is so busy over here. Oh, it's really busy. It is. It's crazy. I don't like birthdays anymore because then I get a year older. I'm like, uh, oh, I don't need don't this. even worry about it. I mean, as a woman, I think the older you get, the smarter you are, the more you've done. Life is good. And the more face creams you need to buy. Hey, who cares? <laughs> it's fine put some face cream one and enjoy your life i'm up to a few different eye creams i'm not telling you what's in my makeup kit in my cabinet doesn't matter it like hey good. it works the stuff actually it works. does work if yeah. you stop for a day or two you notice somebody's like man you're looking tired i'm got to get that eye cream back on <laughs> god <laughs> so yes it's my birthday today yay so how was your thanksgiving it was great i do feel the same way like we're busy this is the roll into christmas oh and yeah. things are busy much busier than last year. And busy for the podcast, too. Oh, yeah. So, you know, we're busy doing our own stuff. In a good way. Much busier. In a very good way, yeah. In a good way. Mm-hmm. It's our one-year anniversary. So we are rolling through. We're doing a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Last year, it was a lot of work before this point to put oh, on our first four episodes. So much work. And we were kind of just letting it go on. Right. And see where we landed. And we've landed at a pretty good spot. We're very happy. We're in an awesome spot. We've learned a ton. We're going to continue to learn. Thanks again to all of our amazing collaborators and our guests and our listeners. Because and our sponsors. We could not, and our sponsors. Because we could not do this without all of you. And we've learned that we love it. We really do love it. Something else to celebrate? Pretty much all of our hands have gone through molt. Yay! Way happy when that's We're at the finished. end still with Lucy. Oh, poor Lucy. It's crazy. Sometimes you just look at her and she's already tiny and then no feathers. When I saw her when she had most of her feather drop, I was astonished. I mean, yeah, leghorns are small body, but she looked tiny. She's almost bantam size. Pretty much. Uh, Seriously. That's why I laughed that there's actually a bantam leghorn. This morning, she actually went after Poppy. Really? Yes. Ooh. So now we know that she's starting to turn that corner. Yeah. Feel better. To feel a little bit better and to have some feathers and be like, girl, don't get into my food. <laughs> Lucy does like to eat. She loves That to chicken eat. can put away some food for a tiny little chicken. That's what I said. Everybody's like, get a leghorn. They don't eat as much. Get a <sighs> leghorn. Please. You'll save on food. No. I think the thing is, honestly, a leghorn can get by on less, but that doesn't mean you want them to. No. So we're actually even closer to our trip coming up. That's right. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, for our Christmas episode. We can't wait to share that with everybody. Mm-hmm. Not yet, though. It's a surprise. <laughs> just want to ask everybody a huge favor. If you're listening to our show and you're loving it, head on over to Apple Podcast and leave us a written review. It does amazing things for our show. It really does help grow the podcast. You can also head to our Etsy shop, see our items on offer there. You can go to patreon.com slash coffee with the chicken ladies. Check out our levels of membership. See if you'd like to support the podcast that way. And thank you to all of our fantastic patrons oh, we love for them. your support this year. Love, love. You can help by subscribing to the podcast so you never miss an episode. You can share us on social media. That is a huge help. It's a huge help. Just word of mouth to your chicken friends. And the other thing you can do to help support the podcast is buy products from our sponsors. Yay! We have some exciting news to share from our sponsor, Grubly Farms. From now until the end of November, you can receive 20% off if you're a first-time buyer. We have a special discount code for our listeners, COFFEE20, for 20% off your first purchase. You can follow the link in our show notes. This offer does not apply to subscriptions and cannot combine with any other offers. If you haven't heard, Grubly Farms has a brand new Layer Crumbles food, packed with plant and insect protein perfect for those picky chickens and ducks. Plus, they're the perfect size for Bantams and all products ship free. It's a great time to try Grubbly Farms if you haven't yet. Use the code COFFEE20. Try it today. Hey, Chris. Yeah. Do you like subscription boxes? Does it have anything to do with chickens? Of course. Then yeah. Let me take a minute to tell everybody about the Chicken Love Box. If you love goodies for your chickens and you, you need to go to chickenlove.com. I love the Mega Box. Tons of useful products and a chicken tee for me. You can't go wrong with the chicken t-shirts. They are so cute and so soft. In the November box, I absolutely love the blank chicken note cards and the refillable treat feeder complete with suet treats. My favorites were those tea towels. They were so nice and thick with a nice chicken print. Hey, I'm going to use it for an oven pad. Perfect. Boxes start at $39 per month. They ship immediately after your purchase and shipping is always free. It's such a great deal. Don't wait. Get off the nest and click already. Chickenlove.com. That's chickenluv.com. Get your subscription today. Okay. So now it's about that time for the breeds. Spot that. Yeah! yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Another one that I wasn't sure where it was going to end. Well, that was shorter than most. Because it's your birthday today, we're going to do one of my favorite types of chicken. One of your favorite types of chickens. So we're going to do the frizzle. I love these frizzles, and I want a frizzle, but I do not have a frizzle, and I like to say frizzle. Frizzle. So here's the big question, right? The frizzle chicken, is it a type of chicken, or is it a breed? It is a type. The answer is actually both. Oh, you got me there. Kind of. The breed expert. That's not a label that I give myself, but I will take it. Thank you. (laughs) Well, I'll give it to you, because you do a lot, a lot, a lot of research on these breeds. I really do. The amount of chicken history that I have uncovered and learned this year is amazing. Your brain is exploding in there. It kind of is. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of an explosion. Someone will be talking about say the American Civil War and I'll be like, "Well, did you know on southern homesteads, the chicken you're most likely to find." Anyway, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but I have to because this is a quote from Ella. I don't need Google. I got my Aunt Holly. <laughs> I love that girl. <laughs> Remember, she said she wants that shirt for What a t-shirt, yeah. So in the UK, in Australia, and several other European countries, the frizzle is considered a breed. Yes. They do have a standard for showing, and the British Poultry Club website notes that they consider frizzles to be a purely exhibition or show breed, and it is more popular in bantam size than standard size. Of course. The standard for the frizzle calls for a single comb and smooth legs, so no feathers. So apparently frizzles were not always thought to be attractive birds in the UK. How can anybody say that? I, They're the right? cutest thing ever. So there's a poultry historian named Edmund Dixon, and he was writing in the 19th century. So one of his books that was published in London in about 1850, he referred to the male frizzle as a monstrous cock. I'm speechless on that one. I was speechless too. He really thought that they were an unattractive bird. I think what somebody's looking at is they think maybe back in that time that there's something wrong with the feather. I don't know that they thought anything was wrong with it. They understood genetics. It's a genetic default, basically. They just thought it was very unattractive. It didn't look like a normal feather. So exactly. In that case, and remember that the 19th century, that was the heyday of hen fever, the Cochins, the Brahmas, the big fluffy people. Yeah, poor chickens. Poor chickens. <laughs> Do you call your chickens people? You do all the time. I know I do. You're like, I got to feed my people, then I'll be over. (laughs) I was like, okay. They're all my feathery people. I call them my feather babies. I'm like, I got to go after the babies. They're all babies, even though they're older, some of them, but they're babies. Yeah. But yeah, they looked at this chicken as, there's something wrong. It's a genetic default It's not the normal feather, but that's what I like about it. So we said in the UK and other countries, the frizzle is considered a breed. Interestingly enough, back in 1874, the American Poultry Association did list frizzles as a breed in the very first standard of perfection. Wow. Much like the current UK standard, the frizzle standard called for a single comb. Mm -hmm. They could be standard size or bantam. They could be clean or feather legged at that point, but just under 20 years later, the 1891 printing, which is the next one that I have, the frizzles were no longer listed as a breed. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. How can you take them on and off and be like, okay, sorry, it's just a genetic some, default. Well, and- some of that also has to do with popularity. If the bird's not being bred and shown regularly, they might drop it from the standard. We should talk to somebody in the APA about how they okay. Those do feathers, this. to me, are just the cutest. I think they're super cute. The American Poultry Association does not currently recognize the frizzle as a breed, only a type- they are in the standard of perfection. It notes that frizzled chickens can be shown in their respective breed groups. I'm over here The little picket sign that says frizzle is a breed. <laughs> frizzle is a breed. <laughs> well, but no, I kind of get where they're coming from. They're, they said frizzle can be a type within a breed. Right. And that applies to both the bantams and the standard breeds, which means... Cochins. Polish. Lavender Orpingtons. Well, if the frizzle gene shows up, and we know that it has shown up in at least one of your yes. um, lavenders, yeah. Saramas. Yeah. Bard and other Plymouth rocks. I've not seen a frizzle, part oh, Plymouth rock. Google it. They're very pretty. Japanese bantams and silkies. Those are all the ones you think of. Frizzled silkies are sometimes called filkies. I couldn't do no that. No And they're sometimes called sizzles. Sizzles? That's so cute. I, guess, I <laughs> would name one sizzle. Well, now you got a name for your first sarama. I should have gotten you one of them for your birthday. Oh, my God. Joe would be like, holly in. You're not allowed back in here. I'd be disowned. Okay. So the frizzle feathers are the result of a genetic mutation that causes the shaft to curl up and away from the chicken's Mm -hmm. body. Interestingly enough, a modifying gene can also be present, and that controls the degree of curl in an individual bird's feathers. So breeding frizzles is a lot like breeding blue chickens. If you breed two frizzles together, you get 25% smooth feather, 15% frizzle. And you're going to love it. 25% super frizzled, which is sometimes called frazzled. Frizzle, frazzle. Yeah. It's but the lingo la- of the frizzled. <laughs> uh, apparently the frazzled feathers are not ideal. I know, I can't keep my frizzles and my frazzles together. And your izles. It's a whole lot of izzle. The frazzle feathers can be brittle and break easily. They can leave bald patches yeah. and unprotected areas on the chicken's body. Frazzles are also allegedly... I didn't find this substantiated, just anecdotally, not as healthy as the other offspring. Here's my thought on that. If you have a genetic mutation, first of all, it happens. So it's a genetic mutation, right? Right, exactly, yeah. Then you take it to a super genetic mutation. Yeah. That's not going to be good. Generally not. No. no. So that's why you don't want the frazzle. No frazzling. No frazzling, frazzling allowed. Free. Because then, like you said, it's an over-frizzle. Yeah. Again, anecdotally, there were some other genetic issues and failure to thrive issues that I found. I can see that. A lot of sources note that smooth feathered frizzles, so there you're going to be your 25% smooth feathered, right? are really important to keep in a breeding program because it lessens the risk of that super frazzle. It's crazy. I know. It is. I can't keep track of the what frizzle, I frizzle frazzle. Frizzle frazzle. frazzle. You know where they need them under the frizzle feathers. They need the smooth. Wouldn't that work? Be perfect. You wouldn't have to worry about the wind so much. That's no. an interesting idea. I don't know how you make that happen, but it's an interesting idea. It would be great. Just for the record, neither one of us are geneticists. We're just no, we're playing just around. Two middle-aged ladies who love frizzles and frazzles and frazzles. So frizzles do very well in warm weather, as you would expect. They can't get wet. They do not do well in cold climates or precipitation. Exactly. So if you have silkies out there. Even if they aren't frizzle, frazzled, or any of those. Smoothie silkies. Sizzles, anything. (laughs) We don't want to see them getting wet. No. No, no. It really is not ideal for them. Silkies and frizzles need protection from both wind and weather. And in cold climates, they need draft-free shelter, often with supplemental heat, because they just don't have the reserves to keep the cold out. Their feathers don't insulate them the same way. I mean, you can go middle of the line with these chickens. They can lead a normal chicken life, Mm -hmm. and then when there are weather extremes, you need to have a plan to bring them in either to a garage, to a basement, or to your home right? and give them ample protection because they cannot deal with those elements. They make great house chickens. Yeah, definitely. I also read that frizzles do better with a variety of perches and surfaces to climb because they generally can't fly. Yeah. Those frizzled feathers prevent them from going airborne. Exactly, because, I mean, look at the feather. There's too much space between everything. Right. On a smooth feathered chicken, the feathers kind of join as one. Yes. They overlap as almost one entity. And with the frizzles, you don't have that. You have all the air in between. Oh, yeah. There's too much space for air to go in between. Way too much. So frizzle history is not easy to find. It is not. And I spent a lot of time looking through sources. Various sources list them as being present in some part or parts of Asia as early as the 1600s. Right. Right. And we know silkies are at least that old, so frizzles could be as well. Yes. It's not hard to believe. No, Charles Darwin documented them in the 1800s. He called them caffe. fowl. Okay. I'm not sure where that I came from. I saw that from. too. He noted that they were not uncommon in India, so he's putting a link straight to India with the frizzle. Well, that's Asia. Yeah. That's I didn't have any surprising. way to substantiate yeah. any of this. It's just what various sources said. Some of that is... With COVID, you just can't get access to historical records the way you once would. Exactly. Some of that is that the travel required is no longer a possibility. Exactly. So not that I'd be going to Asia to research. That might be one day in our cards. Maybe one day. There is a Frizzle Society of Great Britain. They have a Facebook group where you can learn more about the Frizzle as a distinct breed. Exactly. They did have a website. It's no longer maintained. So if you go to the website, you're going to find... Old information. No, you're just going to find some kind of weird ads. Oh, so like, you can't even get any information no, like on it. No, the domain there. is gone. Yeah. There's also a National Frizzle Club of America, but they have a pretty old and rather out-of-date website as well. Okay. In the U.S., most of the larger hatcheries carry Frizzle breeds. They do. And a simple Google search will bring up lots of breeders. And you can go check them out. Again, my tip, make sure they're giving vaccines for marriage. Well, especially if you're getting a Frizzled Silky. Well, this is my dilemma with finding Saramas or Frizzled Saramas. That's kind of what I want. Yeah. Is finding a breeder that's going to vaccinate for marriage. Exactly, yeah. And being sure, you know, I want to be so safe because having close to 20 chickens back home, I don't want to bring anything back. Oh, absolutely not. I mean, what's probably going to happen there is we're going to have to find someone local. And if they don't vaccinate, we're going to have to get Dr. Rebecca to do it at a day old. Oh, my goodness. I suppose you could do it yourself. I don't know about that at a day old. I've given half-pound kittens IV fluids and everything else. And actually, hamsters. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. You didn't have to wear glasses then. <laughs> no. <laughs> I had good eyes. Yeah. Google searches will bring up local breeders a lot of the time. Bantam frizzle chicks will be as difficult to sex as any other bantams. I know. And that's why I'm looking for pullets. Right. Because you're going to need grow outs, but you need a vaccinated grow out. So there's your dilemma right that's there. That's my dilemma. Yeah. See? Well, if anyone in the Mid Atlantic area knows of someone who's breeding frizzled seramas, that have been vaccinated for Merrick And their girls. Give us a shout out because Chrissy's going to be all over that. I'm going to be all over that. Yay. Yeah. Frizzle, frazzle. Frizzle, frizzle, frazzle. Sizzle. Have you heard of Strong Animals Chicken Essentials? They make natural supplements for your flock. Strong Animals has used plant-based products and natural approaches to promote the health and vitality of backyard flocks. Their products contain organic essential oils. Prebiotics and other natural ingredients to support the immune system and digestive health. Give your chicks and chickens what they need to thrive with strong animals health products. Visit getstronganimals.com today. I've been like dying for our main topic today. I thought you wanted to talk about frizzles. I do you like to talk about frizzles? But our main topic's pretty exciting. It is, it's fun. It's time for the main topic. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait! I need to get my lighter out. (laughs) This is our main topic, the Chicken Ladies 2021 list of favorite things. Favorite things. So we're going to go down the list. We're going to give you our 20 favorites in different categories. Yes. And we took a lot of time doing this. Pay attention to these names because at the end of this, we have a big announcement. We have a really big announcement at the end. Let's start with our favorite feed and treat company. That's an easy one, and it is Grubly Farms. Grubly Farms. Now, I'm a very long-time subscriber to Grubly Farms. I've been feeding the black soldier fly larva for ages now. We were really impressed with their food line. We love that there is a pellet, but then they came out with that layer crumble, which means we could feed it to bantams. Yes, and the crumbles have helped Gertie. Yeah, it's absolutely. what she was eating to get through all of her time. And it was a perfect tiny food with all the Mm -hmm. nutrients, but it was small enough that a chicken with a healing crop could eat it. It was great. It's great quality stuff. And personally, the Grublies team has been amazing to work with. Yes. Shout out to Brittany and Haley. You all are amazing. We love you, Grublies. We do. And those Soldier Fly grubs are amazing, Mm -hmm. they're super healthy. They're grown in the U.S. Yes. And you're not worried about pesticides on them or anything. They're all natural. So that is our number one favorite treat and feed. We love them. We do. Okay, so let's go into number two. We selected our favorite subscription box. If anybody can't know what we're going to say here, you haven't been listening. The Chicken Love Box. The Love Box. So the Chicken Love Box, owned by Andrea, amazing the quality of the thing she puts in that box every month just stellar quality and the t-shirts and the t-shirts are amazing it's no joke they're soft they're cute i get so many comments when i walk around when i wear those tees and the stuff that she puts in we talk with andrea almost on a daily basis she puts so much thought into what goes into these she boxes. really does the effort behind these boxes i mean she curates them so carefully you might notice that our first couple choices are our sponsors, and there's a reason for that. Because we because believe in them. We believe in them. We work with companies that we believe in, so oh. it's very easy for us to give them props for the quality of So shout of out goods. to Andrea. We yes. love you, girl. Okay, so our number three. Number three is our favorite supplements. All natural. Yes. Herbal. Mm-hmm. Strong animal chicken essentials. And again, we use these products ourselves because they're fantastic My absolute favorite is the Chicken Elixir and the Flock Fixer. Yes. And I absolutely love the Coop Refresh. It smells amazing. Now, they make treats also, Mm -hmm. which are amazing. Yes. Yeah, they are great. Because they put everything natural in these treats. Right. I love giving them to my chickens. They have actual marigolds in there. Yes. Oyster shells right Mm -hmm. in the treats. They're American. Yes. All American made. And like you said, the Elixir is amazing. It's fantastic. All the products are amazing. They are. We use them all. Yep. Okay, so our number four, since we are coffee with the Chicken Ladies, is our favorite coffee house. And it is Baltimore Coffee and Tea Company. It's an amazing company. The reality is a lot of coffee houses in the Mid-Atlantic area use products from Baltimore Coffee and Tea Company. They roast the coffee for these coffee houses Mm -hmm. that are local. And the coffee from this place is amazing. Top notch. You can go to their website and order it anywhere you are. And we drink it all the time. Yes, we do. Lots of it. And they're amazing flavors. My favorite part is they come in K-cups also. Yeah. If you're not looking to make a full pot, you can pop a K-cup in your Keurig. You're good to go. You're good to go. Okay. So we are on number five. Number five is our favorite chicken book of the year. And it is by far our favorite book. By far our favorite book. And this doesn't necessarily mean it was published this year. Right. It's just this year's pick for us. We talked about it and our choice for this year is click with your chick by Jeannie Keys yes. Jeannie is fantastic her understanding of chickens is phenomenal she is a passionate advocate for the intelligence of chickens oh if you have not read this book or checked it out do yourself a favor and check it out yeah it's on our Amazon storefront. Mm-hmm. Jeannie is an amazing woman, and she trains chickens. And if you want tips from her, get this book. Yeah, you can check out episode seven where Jeannie talks about two things that are fantastic. The first is, which is harder to train, a dog or a chicken? Right. And the second thing she talks about is what is the smartest chicken she's ever worked with. Exactly. And on that episode, we had so much fun with Jeannie. She's amazing. So that is our favorite chicken book. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, we are on number six. Number six is a bit of a strange category in some ways. It might not make sense until we explain it. Yeah. Number six is our favorite easy coop of the year. Yes. And we went with Omelette. We did. Because you can get a whole system from Omelette and set it all up and you're set. You can get everything and you can have it up in a weekend. Yes. And it is by far the easiest way to get, say, pullets out of your house Yeah, and get them into a really good system. I personally really appreciate Omelet's details for my Bantams. Yes. Because we hatched Bantams and we ended up needing two different coops, and we put our order in. Within a week, we had everything. Two weeks, we had it all up, ready to go. The sturdiness of the coop and the run, the ease of cleaning. I mean, they really are quick and easy to clean. You have to like, it does have a modern design. It does have a very modern design. I appreciate the streamlined look of it and the fact that I can keep them really clean. Right. But my farm is kind of homesteady. Right. So I'm not worried about looking like a Williamsburg garden. Right. You can get different colors, though. There's a fuchsia that probably would look really pretty in the middle of the flowers. Oh, yeah. Um, I got the green ones because green's one of my favorite colors. But the insulating properties of this coop, the ease of cleaning and putting it together, and in some situations, you can even move it around if you want to go down that route. Right. And the run. We loved being able to have that run up in a weekend. This gets the favorite for easy coop setup of the year. Yeah, it definitely does. Okay, number seven. Number seven. Which is our favorite health supply. Yes. And this was the year of crop issues for the chicken ladies. Yes. So we went with the Birdie Bra. Crazy K Farms Birdie Bra. Amazing product. We tried a lot of crop bras. A lot. And this was by far the best. Is the one that worked. It's the one that we have in our first aid kit at all times. They are well made. Yeah. We just ordered two more of them to have them on hand. Exactly. So the birdie bra does get the award for the best health supply of the year. Yes. Okay. So the next category is really a great fun category. And it's our favorite US chicken artist. And this was a pretty easy choice. This went to Teddy yes. of Therapy Chickens Art for her amazing folk, bohemian-style artwork. We love just it. love it, love it. And Teddy is such a kind sweetheart, and she just loves her chickens, and it comes out in her art. Her artwork makes you happy when you see it. She was an easy choice. so So she's our favorite chicken artist of the year. This one is really fun. We actually have a favorite magazine. We do. And we tend to always get this magazine, always look at this magazine on Instagram, and it is Country Sampler Farmhouse Style Magazine. Yes, and that family of magazines are amazing. Yeah, they're fantastic. They do lots of easy DIYs for farmhouse style. They feature genuine farmhouses. Yes. They're sort of that country style that we all really like. I love it. I love looking through Mm -hmm. these magazines and you can get the country sampler farmhouse style or you can get country sampler. You can. And honestly, our vintage chicken stuff fits right in there. You can't go wrong with these magazines. Right. They're our favorite of the year. Our next category is our favorite veterinarian of the year. Hands down, that's an easy one. Dr. Rebecca. Dr. Rebecca. This is a shout out to Dr. Rebecca. Thank you for coming on the show, talking with us about all the different things. We can't wait to see what 2022 brings that you're going to be sitting at our table Absolutely. with us. You are one amazing poultry veterinarian. In so many ways. I mean, Dr. Rebecca not only helped us personally, she was willing to dig in and help us with our various issues with our birds and our show. And she's also dedicated to learning and bringing the best possible health care to chickens, normalizing health care for chickens. And she's just an extraordinary woman in so many ways. Dr. Rebecca, thank you. Thank you. Our next favorite is going to be incubators and brooder heat sources. Also super easy. Brincy. Brincy. Brincy makes amazing incubators, which you have used yourself. The Maxi 2 incubator that we used, the experience with that was just absolutely phenomenal. If you're in the market for an incubator, you cannot go wrong with that. And we both have used the brooder plate. I feel like everyone who brooded this year looked at those brooder plates and a lot of people did switch to them. Yeah. They're meant to be used inside of a house right. or a heated space, but they're such a natural and safe way to heat things for your chicks. Again, a no-brainer. So easy. Exactly. So brincy. The next one's really fun, too. Our favorite chicken children's book, uh-huh. the Chicken Ambassador. Yeah, there were a couple that came out this year, but we're giving this year to
1: Poppy. Poppy, Perfectly
0: Poppy. Poppy and his mom, Trisha. We love you, too. Poppy and Trisha are amazing. Trisha wrote the book about Poppy. Yes. And Poppy is basically a therapy chicken. He goes to work with Trisha and helps people get through speech therapy. And he is a true chicken ambassador. Yes, he and is. On our favorite list. Yeah, absolutely. So, next, we're going to go to what everyone's waiting for our favorite chicken craft. And we're using craft to differentiate it from other visual arts. Right. So, our choice this year is a fiber artist. Anne-Marie of the Knitted Chickens. Oh my goodness. One of my favorite people. Mm -hmm. Anne-Marie is one of the sweetest people you'll ever meet. She's fantastic. She loves knitting and she loves chickens. And these little treasures, I call them chicken treasures. They're the cutest. I mean. Are amazing. It's an adorable little pattern, the bright colors. If you look at these things, they make you happy. Yes. Everything makes me happy with that (laughs) that Instagram. And knowing Anne-Marie, she's so sweet. Yes. Okay, so we're going to go over to our favorite UK artist. That is Rebecca Marshall. Oh my goodness. She's amazing. She's a stay-at-home mom of two young children, but still doing what she loves. Drawing her chickens, having her garden... We got that amazing makeup bag. The makeup bag. And then the Breed tea towel. Oh, my I goodness. absolutely I love it. Love it. If you have not checked out Rebecca's Etsy shop, do it. She does ship to the U.S. Her designs are just fantastic. She has everything. Cards, wrapping paper. It's all her work. Original art, right. Yeah, it's original amazing. art. That brings us to our next category, our favorite coupe heater. Yes, and it is the cozy coop heater. The cozy coupe heater. There are several models of radiant panel heaters on the market right now. But my coops are all filled with the cozy coop heaters. They're economical. They're economical. They're well-made. They're safe. They're safe. They do everything they need to do. So So that one was another no-brainer. Yeah. Okay. So we have a category of our favorite chicken jewelry. And we're going to go back all the way to episode one. (laughs) And it is and Magnolia Creations for those adorable bracelets. So adorable. The beaded bracelets with the chicken charms, easy to get on Etsy. They're beautiful. They're handmade. Gorgeous beads. The beads are really pretty, too. Gorgeous, gorgeous beads. Awesome. Our next category is favorite bedding of the year. That is the incredibly good smelling and ecologically friendly Powered Powered by by coffee. Coffee. We love it. It's now available in Rural King. Yes. And we just so happen to have a Rural King open in Hanover, PA, very close to us. So So that you'll be able to get. We can get our coffee. They're recycled coffee grounds that you can put into your coop. It keeps everything smelling so good. We actually put a layer of them down and then put our pine uh, shavings shavings over top. And I find that I can scoop the pine shavings out and change them and keep a good layer of the coffee down. It actually repels lots of bugs. It repels a lot of bugs. It makes the coop smell amazing. And the chickens seem to like it. They love it. They don't eat it or do anything like that with it. They dig around it in a bit. We love this stuff. Yes. Okay. So now we're going to move on to our favorite egg cookbook we could put this in history book, We could. Do you get the idea we like books? We do like books. (laughs) We like books a lot. This cookbook is filled with egg recipes. Yeah. And it is Dining with the Washingtons. And one of the fascinating things about this book is there's a ton of history about George Washington and Martha Washington. It's fascinating. And the Mount Vernon And we know this could double for our favorite historical place, which is Mount Vernon by far. Right. The interesting thing about this is if you listen to our Breed Spotlights or any of our topics when we're talking about history... A lot of chicken meat was not consumed at that point. Chickens right. were mainly kept for eggs. And the Dining with the Washington's Cookbook is no exception. Lots of recipes that use eggs. That Do Martha you, made herself. Martha and her enslaved cooks would have made with it. Yes. Her. Do you know how many chicken recipes are in that book? I think it's like two or three. There yeah. are only three recipes for chicken meat. It's our favorite book. We both own it. Yeah. We both look at it and read it constantly. And cook out of it in the depth of recipes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. amazing. So it's on our favorite list. Yes. Okay, so we have a favorite coop supply, and this is yeah. what we're talking about a supply that you're going to use inside the coop, in the coop regularly. And this was a surprise to both of us because we were both kind of turned our nose up at these things. And, and the beginning, both of us were like, uh, "Never going to use them," and now we can't go without them. Exactly. And they are Roosty's Nest Box Pads. Amazing. Yeah, they're fantastic. Easy to clean. Yeah. The occasional egg gets broken in there. You pull the pad out, you hose it off, let it dry. It's amazing. You can put shavings on top of it to keep your girls happy. It was the surprise right? of the year. We were like, I love this. Do you like this? Yeah. I love this. Exactly. Uh huh. Okay. So, our 20th favorite thing is a nonprofit organization that does amazing work for livestock. The Livestock Conservancy yes. is our favorite nonprofit this year. The staff of the Livestock Conservancy are passionately dedicated to preserving the livestock breeds, the biodiversity, and all of the healthy things that come along with this. And they work tirelessly to keep everything going, doing chicken senses, counting the breeds, counting the number we have left, so that these animals will have a chance to survive. Helping connect breeders with people who want the products and who want the livestock. The education and outreach they do is phenomenal. We want to thank both Dr. Charlene Couch and Dr. Jeanette Berenger for coming on the show. Yes. Both of them have amazing knowledge that we're thrilled to share with people. And if you want stories, talk to both of them. Yes. They're just amazing women. It's a fantastic organization. The website is linked in our show notes. Yes. We are members and we encourage you to join them. You can join them for a flat fee or you can do the super easy $4 a month. Yeah. Either way. So here's the other thing. I'm going to just slip this in as our, maybe our 21. Okay. Where are we going? We have to give a shout out to our local farm store that in our area basically starts everybody out as the chicken ladies. That is? The the mill. mill. The mill. We get all of our supplies at the mill. We've gotten our chicks at the mill. All of Of our our food at the mill. You usually use the Mill of Bel Air, which is the original location. I use the Mill of Hereford. Yes. A huge shout out to the staff. So sweet fantastic just and they fantastic. always have everything we need and if they don't have it they get it they do so thank you that's an extra one that we just had to throw in yeah the mill is amazing we really appreciate you all so these are our top 21 favorite things of 2021 yes and if we threw an extra one in, it would be all of our listeners yeah our favorite things Thank you for listening to us for sure. For your feedback, for your ideas. Yeah, everything. For our friends that we've made in this year. For laughing at our nonsense, <laughs> which is a lot. A lot. Again, keep listening till the end because there's going to be a big announcement. Yes. So we're going to go on to. Choo, choo, choo cracking the eggs cracking those eggs which is another list of our favorites just a quickie and then we'll get onto the big announcement yeah so we're going to do our 5 favorite recipes of the year uh-huh. we've done 52 recipes we have so, it was hard to pick our five favorite because they're know. all kind of our favorites. Uh, there are a few of these that were a shoe in, like the first one. So, the very first one is Judy's Christmas breakfast bake, which I probably had for the first time 25 years ago, yeah. longer than that. Yeah. And Judy is my late mother in law, and she did this every Christmas from the time I met Joe till now. And Joe and I have been together almost 30 years. Yeah. So I've had this for Christmas for almost 30 years. And it is absolutely delicious. It is essentially a savory bread pudding or a strata. Right. And you can customize it, but it's eggs and cheese and bread and melty deliciousness. Yes. You can add meat or not meat. You can put veggies or not veggies. And it's awesome for when the whole family is there on Christmas morning. It's a great brunch dish. It's a brunch dish. So that is our number one favorite. Let's go to our number two favorite. This is Holly Ann's recipe. I thought your family were going to rip these out of my hands when I brought them. (laughs) That's my buttermilk baked donuts. They were delicious. I got to say, I generally like my own baked goods, but these donuts are freaking amazing. They were so good. And they're gluten and dairy free. Yeah. And easily gluten and dairy free. It's not like a big change to make them up that way. And they were delicious. So they are coming in at our number two favorite Mm. recipe. We both agreed on our number three favorite recipe because this is one that we sat down one day and brainstormed back and forth between us. Yeah, this was for our 5,000 download garden party. How yes. long ago that was. Yeah. We did this one way back and it's our Southwest Shrimp cob Salad. It is a salad that is an entire meal. Oh, it's delicious. And we both agreed that it was our favorite. Yeah. It's really, really good. You can't go wrong with it. It's a great dish if you're having a party. Buffet table. Absolutely. Or just dinner. Just eat it all yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Number four is your recipe. It took me a while to develop this because I was trying to come up with a really good quality gluten and dairy-free cherry clafoutis, mm-hmm. which is something my sister and I started making when we were in our 20s. Right. And that was before we knew we had to be gluten-free. Right. It's a classic French dish and you taste the eggs, you taste the cherries. It's a simple dish, so you taste everything in there. Yeah. I think this is one of my personal recipe developing masterpieces. Yeah. Great job. Thank you. And number five is a recent one. And one of the most fascinating recipes we did this year. <laughs> it's so unexpected and so delicious. And that is Chrissy stuffing. My Thanksgiving stuffing. And it went well over on Thanksgiving. So, hey. There is so much delicious stuff in there. And the base of it is pumpkin muffins. You can't go wrong. It's so good. Try so, it. If you have not if you're looking for a unique Thanksgiving or Christmas dish, try this stuffing. Yeah. Your family is going to be like, how did you come up with it? It's this? so good. It's so good. So those are our five favorite. Cracking the eggs of the year if you're interested in them they're all up on our website you can go check them out the recipes are all there so now it's about that time for retail therapy retail therapy yeah, yeah. okay so this is our extra special retail therapy it's a big announcement that we are making It's basically a thank you to all of our listeners, to everyone who supported us over the last year. And we are doing a 2021 Chicken Ladies Favorite Things giveaway. And it's a big giveaway. It's a nice big giveaway. And we want to list everybody that's on the giveaway and thank everyone who is donating for the giveaway. Yeah, this is a commemoration of our favorite things of 2021. And our anniversary. And our anniversary, one year as a podcast, a celebration of our sponsors and collaborators. Yes. And a, just a gigantic thank you to everyone. We are going to have a post about this on Instagram that will have all the details, the entry information. Yes. We can tell you that there will be two winners drawn. Yes. And it will explain how prizes are divided there and how you enter. Right. And we're super excited. We've been working on this giveaway for a while. And we really wanted to make it nice because we want to thank our listeners for sticking with us through this year and being with us, sitting at the table, drinking coffee. And we just wanted to say thank you. So we're just going to list the prizes that yeah. you can win. Mm-hmm. A five pound grub love tub from Grubly's. Black soldier fly larva. Five pounds of them. of delicious treats that your that chickens is will go crazy for. That is the largest tub. Yeah from grublies the next prize is one chicken love mega box oh, including t-shirt that is a fantastic prize fantastic a prize full mega box that comes with a chicken t-shirt from chicken love another prize that we're giving away is from strong animals chicken essentials it's a five pound treat bag it's their happy tract treats yeah and it's really good stuff Amazing stuff. Once again, five pounds. Five pound bag. Yes. <laughs> the next prize is from yours truly. We're giving away one each of both of our t-shirts, one of our logo mugs, and one copy of Melissa Calle's How to Speak Chicken book. Yeah. Which is a really fun book. It's a really awesome book. Our next contributor is Teddy over at Therapy Chickens, that wonderful artist. She is giving away one of her 2022 chicken calendars, and they're amazing. They're really amazing. One of the reasons I love this calendar so much is that she used my Suzette as a stand-in for her Buff Brahma. Our next contributor is the amazing Rebecca Marshall. Yes. One of our friends in the UK. Again, just to die for art. Rebecca contributed a set of note cards and some of her absolutely ridiculously adorable chicken wrapping paper. Oh, yeah. It's going to take some willpower to put these in the box to ship out. I know. They're so cute. We love them. Okay. So our next contributor is Brincy and they are donating to the contest one of their Eco Glow brooder Plates. These products are amazing. They're fantastic. Thank you, Brincy US, for working with us on this. We're so excited to be able to give this away. Yeah. Next contributor is Omelette U.S. They're contributing one of their Poppy Peck toys and a treat caddy bundle. Awesome. Fantastic! Yes. yes. Just right. fantastic. You can't go wrong. No. Okay. So our next contributor is Trisha Stone Schumacher. She's the author of Perfectly Poppy and Poppy's Mom. She is giving a copy of Perfectly Poppy, the children's book. Fantastic! Love it. Next contributor, one of our favorite people ever, is Miss Jeannie Keys. It is a copy of her book, Click With Your Chick. Yay! One of our favorite books of the year. And give it a read. You're going to be impressed with the amount of helpful information Jeannie gives you for training a chicken. Okay, so our next contributor. This is one of our favorites, too. Country Sampler Magazine and Country Sampler Farmhouse Style Magazine. You get a one-year subscription to each magazine. And a year subscription to their craft kit club. So it means you get a craft kit once a month. Each month. It's fantastic. Thank you again, Country Sampler. Um, Country Sampler. Thank you so much. Stepping up and contributing such a fantastic prize. Our next contributor is Rose and Magnolia Creations. It's one of their gorgeous beaded and charmed bracelets. So pretty. Really pretty. Yeah. Really, really pretty. And then our final contributor is the amazing Anne Marie. Love her. Another one of our UK friends. Anne Marie is contributing one of her to die for adorable knitted chickens. Oh, they're so cute. We love them. So cute. So surprise. It's an amazing giveaway. It's going to be up on Instagram. Mm-hmm. What you're going to have to do is follow each of our contributors to the contest and tag a friend. Simple as that. There's nothing hard about this giveaway. Yeah, it will be run on Instagram. So you do have to have an Instagram account. Yes. Go over to Instagram and you have to follow each contributor and ourselves and tag a friend in the comments and that will enter you in the contest and the winner will be picked randomly one tag per comment yes so you can't tag like five friends in one comment right we want one comment for each friend yeah so don't forget don't tag more than one friend in a comment just one friend and then do another comment you can enter tag as many friends as you want they just have to be separate comments exactly right we'll have all the rules up there if you need to ask us questions message us there or shoot us an email everything should be explained pretty clearly So it'll start December 1st. It will run through December 8th. We will close the entries and choose the winner on the afternoon, Wednesday, December 8th. And then we will make the announcement of the winner. It's a very easy contest, but the prizes are immense and they're amazing don't miss out on this. It's our special thank you to everybody. Right, It's our favorite things and we're giving them away. Yeah. This has been such an amazing year and we've had the chance to work with so many fantastic people. We're just so excited to be able to give all these things to our listeners. Oh yeah, for sure. And thank you to everyone who's contributed to this giveaway. We wouldn't be able to do it without you. Uh, Definitely not. And we love you all. It's been an amazing year. So thank you to everybody. So should we tell everybody what we're going to be talking about next week? Next week, we are spotlighting a chicken that's really fascinating. It's a California White. It is. We're going to be chatting about the science of baking with eggs. Yes. And we're going to take some time to talk to the fantastically fun Christina from Baking with Chickens. Yes, we are. She's going to give us an update on how things are going. Our crack in the eggs is going to be some of Christina's amazing recipes for cookies. And they're amazing. Including the cookie recipe she used when she was on Baker's Dozen on Hulu. I know. And our retail therapy is a fantastic little company. Such good birds. It is. It's so much fun. So what should we tell everybody to do until next week? Enter the contest and then go hug your chickens. Every day and kiss them too. Don't forget, we'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. If you'd like to see more of us, please follow us on Instagram at Coffee with the Chicken Ladies. If you'd like to help us grow the podcast, please leave us a written review on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to become a patron of the show, please visit our Patreon page, patreon.com slash coffee with the chicken ladies. Thanks for listening.